What up? It's another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. And I'm Therese. And we're back for another one. We are. You on the, yeah. Yep, right here. Yes, I'm all the way, way up. up. Oh, yeah. well, all right then. Yeah. It's probably just my voice. That's what it is. Yep. That's definitely what it is. <coughs> Forgive me. The allergies. I was cutting grass earlier. Actually, my voice been like this for like a week now. It's all good. It's allergies, though. <laughs> it's allergies. It's allergies. <laughs> so this what it's been about two weeks since we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope y'all enjoyed our series on the Ten Commandments. Yes, we need to do a live on that. Just kind of. We we should at some point. Yeah, we we might. Yeah. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> How everything been going, bro? All right. <laughs> uh, all I'm gonna say. Everything is everything. All, all I'm gonna say. Life would take you through Ooh. peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. And it will also, mm. for those of us who are believers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll have you feeling like mm. God got you out there oh, all, by, all by yourself. Oh, yeah, but you know yeah. the word. You know the word say He'll never leave you, nor forsake, forsake you. you. But when you look at the situation, you'd be like, "Look at here now, nah, wait, Amen. I don't." As, as the cliche is, some of the preachers say, "Now, nah, <coughs> I'm trusting you while I can't trace you." But Ooh. this, this right here is. So I'm saying, man, it's it's. Hmm. We've all we've all been there yeah, I, I'm, in I'm, some form of fashion. I'm trusting you while I can't trace you. Yeah, yeah. But I got a bunch of questions for you. I like, oh, I, hey, I, I hey, don't, you know, what Job. Man? Job had questions. <laughs> Job had questions. That's, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, hey. I said, I tell you, anybody, man, you're going through anything that feels like you're in the the, the valley of. And it's funny I'm saying all this. I went. I just. I just picked out a shirt. Didn't even realize what I said. Guys, my rocket. That's how I roll. No, I just realized I, 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 I picked this shirt out. I, yeah. I just picked something. Tell you, man. Like it's. It's so wild how. Uh, in times like this, you have to rely on the word. Bruh. I mean, I'm telling you, when like I said, ooh. With knowledge comes responsibility. Knowledge comes responsibility, and I'm telling you, that's why a lot of people. I think, I think this is why people stay ignorant to the word of God, uh, because you don't want to be held responsible to it. Mm -hmm. And when you know something, God's going, He's going to test you. He's going to hold you accountable. Oh, He's going to test you. Like I think it's this though. Think about this. I'd rather be prepared for the testing than to be out there by myself and not know how to operate. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it, at some point you're gonna go through something where you're gonna have to rely on the word of God. Got to. And you better know it. I'm telling you, the better you know it, the com- the more comfort you have in it. <laughs> it ain't no. But yeah, that's 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 my. Yeah, that's your spill. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, man. He's still on the throne, man. We believe in. We believe in, man. And I believe. And I believe there's a lot of people going through some. Some peaks and valleys right now. And I believe we're going to have us a good report. Ooh. Not just me and my family, but mm. everybody that's mm-hmm. listening and watching. Oh, God, yes. Uh, we don't know what you're going through, but we believe you're about to get a good report. That's it? I believe. So. I believe. I mean, mm. I think as the scriptures say, you're gonna, we're going to look back and say, look what the Lord has done. <laughs> look what he has done. Mm-mm-mm. In the middle of the storm. Listen, mm. we can see clearly now the rain has gone. Mm-hmm. All right, so my brother, yo. Well, first of all, I need to get another clip. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's starting. Mm. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all just watching. Y'all see me keep adjusting this because I gotta get another <laughs> another mic clip. These 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 uh these mics have been through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my brother, um, mm-hmm. oh, before we, so. <coughs> 
Thank y'all for joining us once again. This is your first time. Thank Give you. Me. Uh, there's a link tree down in the description, uh, whether you're watching or whether you're listening. Uh, it has all of our contact, social media. Uh, we invite you. We welcome you. We want you to engage with us, uh, converse with us. Let us know what you think about the things that we're thinking about. Um, mm. Whether you agree or whether you disagree, we want to hear it. Okay? Yeah, we do. We do. I don't think we just not going uh, we, to... We in our... Well, he can officially say he in his mid thirties. I'm I'm almost there. Uh, we ain't putting up with disrespect. I'm we just gonna we 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 save, but we ain't soft. <laughs> I need to get that shirt. We yeah we we save, but don't 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 do that. I, I put it like this, man. Like, look, when your let your responses be for edification purposes. Yeah. Look, that's that you keep it like that. We good. We good. It's the of I. That's it. So we just we're gonna keep it keep it a book with you on that. So without further ado, my brother. Mm-hmm. You put this one on the docket. I did. I thought it was a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let you I'll let you open this one up. So, you know. <laughs> It's an inside joke about laughing. It's an inside joke. It's a very big inside joke. Like, you know, man, like us men, you know, sometimes it's kind of uh it's difficult to be transparent. Um with each other and with our spouses or the opposite sex. And I think it'd be a great, great conversation piece. For us to kind of dive into okay. uh and just kind of like, you know, maneuver through these uh these waters. Yeah, these waters. They can be treacherous at times. Um but yeah, what, what, you, what you think? What you think? What you think, bro? Starting off, I for me, I don't fully agree that it's hard for us to be transparent with each mm. with each other. Okay. I think it is hard to be transparent with other men if you don't really know them like that. There you go. But like me and you, we mm-hmm. go back all the time. You know what I'm saying? We go back. What was this? This about twenty three years this now. About twenty three, yeah. So we got history. We do. We we our conversations are open. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> Very much. So. I mean, but just a a dude I just <laughs> met. I yeah. But you know what's crazy? <clears throat> this all goes back to accountability. And I've said this before. I believe that it's easy for us to be transparent with people who aren't attached to us. True. Because we ain't got to worry about them holding us accountable for nothing. True. But I also think, too. Two sides I, of the coin. I also think, too, though. Mm-hmm. Now, th- this is just Marty's. Mm-hmm. I do think men are more willing to be open to another man because... We as men also understand you can't come to no man and be disrespectful. So if we have, even if I don't know you as a man, I'm going to still try to give you that level of respect because because we all speak that language. That's yeah. We we were wired for respect. Exactly. So I think because that kind of foundation is already set in Mm -hmm. that that atmosphere is already set, it kind of opens the door for us to be like, hey, yo, bro, I Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm. You like that, or this little situation that's going on? I yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I think amongst us as men, it just depends how close are you. Um, and we kind of scoping each other out. Mm-hmm. Like when when for for the ladies that don't know, or even even the young people that young young men is watching, you, you kind of starting to realize this now. When you go when you go up into a group of men. You already kind of sizing each other up. You are. You listen. You're like, okay, he he do this. He do this. Where do I compare with that? It. I think it's just a. It's part of me as nature. Uh-huh. We 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 kind of like. Okay, how do I? How do I engage with them? Mm-hmm. How do I size up against them? And it's not so much as we trying to outdo each other, but mm-hmm. we are trying to say, okay, what what's what's up? What 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 vibe am I getting mm-hmm. from them? How do I? How do I engage with them on this? Or how do I engage with them as far as conversation goes? Men are always doing that. We 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 observe it and we mm-hmm. looking and we 
we we we gauge the atmosphere from from that particular sense. Mm. It it never fails. It it never fails. Like me and some of my homeboys, when we we go. Um, oh, I about I about to say something, so I need to. We we went amongst some uh, other couples, uh-huh. and you know it was men and women there. But I I kind of sat back. I noticed how some how the fellas how we all engage mm-hmm. with each other, and it it was that same thing. We you know we we talking, but we all we looking at you looking at each other up and down. Mm-hmm. You trying you say okay you got this on we got this on. Watch how you talk. Watch how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Every every single dude in there did did it in the exact same way, or in some some fashion. I noticed it. All of us did it. <laughs> it never fails. I see women do it too. They do it for I think they do it for whole other reasons. But <laughs> they do. They do. I I seen them do it too. But as far as men go, so us being transparent it is number one. We got to, we got to know each other. Yep. But also too, uh, that that atmosphere of respect has to be there. Definitely. In order for us to open up and be transparent about certain conversations. Uh, when it's among among us, just the fellas. Yeah. Now, when we go to the ladies, that's as you said, that's the other side of the coin. Yep. I think we'll get to that in a minute. So, what you got? No, I agree. Um, it's like uh, it's like you said, like we fill each other out. Yep. We know how much <coughs> we know how how much to give person mm-hmm. because some people aren't uh capable of a person releasing too much to them yeah because of you know that's why I said learn people's character yep you got to learn character because there are people who now granted when you go into these spaces with men you understand like if they're married you don't hold no secrets from your wife. Mm-mm. So, of course, the pillow talking is going to be there. It's going to be it's there. It's going to be there. Um, don't nobody else in the world know. It's, the wife knows. The wife, the wife don't know. <laughs> the wife don't know. The wife don't know. The wife don't know. And that's, that's, that needs to be a disclaimer with any conversation. I tell my friends that all the time. Like, look, if I know, Cam is going to know. Okay. It ain't going to leave our house. It ain't. It's going to stay but right up. If one but, of us know, the other one got it. That's just. look, depending on what it is, these jokes going to fly. Um, Facts. <laughs> they going to fly. Facts. So, nah, but nah, it's, you know, that's, that's you know, your, your wife is your is your safe place. Mm-hmm. And that's someone you can vent to. Should be. To. Should, okay, should be. Should be. Um, that's somebody, that's a non-judgmental zone. Uh, actually, no. There should be some form of judgment there. Um, because that judgment is from a loving place mm-hmm. and that's for correction. Yep. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we go <laughs> we gonna talk about it. But that character, like I said, with character, like don't just release to anybody because mm-hmm. your business is gonna be out in the streets, depending on who the person is. Yeah. Okay? I have so and I think had that happen before. It happens. And you know, you learn. Yep. You take a step back, you yep. go, okay, I know how much I can give you. Yep. And then we leave it at that. You know, the reason you just saying that, that just made me think about so shameless plug, go back to season two. We did a a, a whole episode on making judgments. Ah, yes. How it you can't actually, according to the Bible, you can't actually um judge a thing or judge a person. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, push balls. Uh, did we we engage in cultural conversations from a biblical perspective? Yes. Uh, so <laughs> we try to come from reality. We try to come from practicality. But everything, all of our conversations are based on uh, the biblical foundation. Uh, we're basically just a platform about having a conversation and making you think. All right. So, but yeah, go back check that out. I think it's in season two. Um, but I think we we do have to be able to. Um, Realize once again that it is okay for you to make a judgment of a person, and you judging them is not so much, <coughs> and it not not even not so much. We as natural men and women mm-hmm. do not have the authority to condemn you to heaven or hell. 
That is not our. That is not our seat. On uh, so when you die, <laughs> that's not our seat. Whenever you die, or if you go when Jesus come back, however your belief is on that, you're yeah. not gonna stand before Maurice or Therese and give an account for what you did in your body. <laughs> okay, mm. that's not gonna happen. I don't want that power. I, I have no desire for that. Mm-mm. But the judgment that we can make, we do have a right to make a judgment. To and, and we said this on that episode. Mm-hmm. Us us judging a person, it it gives us the determination how much access we're gonna give yes. that person to our life. Yes. Yes. So, who you being transparent to? Have you made enough judgment to give that person that much access? Because you're gonna bring, if you're gonna take it to them. You, I said it. It's a strong possibility. You could be a part of the group chat. You could be. And it and aside from yeah. the pillow talk, yeah, the group chat is probably the most unfiltered place in oh, the world. God. <laughs> oh God, yes, that's all I'm saying. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Shame, shameful. I mean, the group chat is probably <laughs> the most unfiltered shame. place in the world. Shame, shame. So, <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> if all y'all say super safe, folks, I don't care what you say. Uh, it's at least one group chat you got mm-hmm. that you'd have been involved in. <laughs> it's some pettiness that's a went on in there. <laughs> there is definitely some pettiness. So, <laughs> hope you had a happy fourth. <laughs> yeah, if all y'all that stuff popping fireworks, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's not. It's like still going on yep. outside, but anyway. So, um, go ahead. Nah, just, just oh, just so I was, you know, uh, was looking up, you know, kind of get some insights outside of uh, what we already know as far as what are some hangups that keep us from being transparent, mm-hmm. and I found. Six things. Found six things, and I wanted to go over. We wanted to talk, discuss them. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting. So the first one, we have bought into the macho lie. I can see that. So give us, you know, it's it's like that. So men may not be aware of this, but slowly over over a lifetime, we buy into the macho lie. You know, from a young age, we're told philosophical. Lies that we blindly accept delivered to, delivered to us in <laughs> in, a, in a doctoral statement such stop being a baby and don't throw like a girl. Mm-hmm. You know these world based philosophies then get embedded in our thought, beliefs, and attitudes, and before you know it, we are passing them along to our children, and we could spend all day, you know, on this point, but. Think about that point. You know, men have a wrong or skewed view on manhood. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I can agree with that. Also, or something we heard mm-hmm. growing up: boys don't cry. Right, right. You know, and you know, growing up, <laughs> of course, it's a little different now. But um, yeah, we heard that a lot. You know, you fall off the bike. Oh. You know, you skin your knee up, don't cry, or don't cry. And then our people before us, mm-hmm. I mean, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, you know, different times. Yep. You know, I believe that there are things post-slavery that have been embedded, have been adopted, embedded, and then passed on because of the time periods. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that is very unhealthy. Very, much very so. unhealthy. I'm not, I don't think it. I know it's unhealthy because you think about it. You get on a bike, you fall off, you skin your knee up. You know, I'm not supposed to show any emotion. Like, no, that hurt. So I'm supposed to just go. Us as grown men, if we do that, right? We just gonna be like, oh, god darn it, right? You know, Carter. Yeah, he gonna cry. He's gonna cry. And, I, and you know, and the thing I I taught myself. Uh, earlier in life before I even got married and had kids was it's okay to show emotion, but don't let the pain stop you from progressing. Mm, that's good. Because 
if he is, if I am teaching him to, you know, roller skate or ride a bike and he does fall off, I'm not going to tell him, stop crying, be a boy, get up. Mm-hmm. Because one, I'm desensitizing him to pain. So I'm telling him, oh, when you're hurting, you're not supposed to show any form of emotion, yeah. you know, that attributes to pain. So I'm telling him, you know, oh, hey, take your feelings, put them in your back pocket, and don't ever, don't ever show them. You know what you can do to you know what you can do to people? Eventually they're gonna show it, but it's gonna come out in a, the, there you go. It's we gonna dis, come out in an dis, avenue. Displacement. That, yep. It's called displacement. It's we're going to okay, so I don't wanna I don't wanna show that I'm in I'm in pain, so I'm gonna put on this 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 tough guy act. It's a mask. It is. This tough guy mask. And act like nothing hurts me. But deep down inside, there's this little child sitting in the corner in a field position, yep. rocking back and forth, rocking back and forth. And when you when you teach kids that young, that that kind of mindset, when they get older, you know, it's a snowball effect because now when they're in relationships and they get hurt or when they hurt someone else mm-hmm. unintentionally, a lot of times, because what happens is a lot of times you'll dish it out and don't realize that you're hurting someone yep. because you're callous to it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole heap of mess that you create in a person's life and a person's psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you think, of, think about people in our lives that, kind of fit that bill like people who just don't care about how they treat everyone else you know they're they're callous themselves yeah they don't know how to healthily express how they feel that attributes with the pain that they felt because i want my kids to be able to tell me dad that really hurt yeah but i want to teach them okay it hurt, right? I don't want to do it. Well, look, we ain't got to do it right now. But tomorrow, we're going to get back on that bike and yep. we're going to ride. Well, Dad, I might fall off again. Okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It will, we'll nurse it. Take a breather. Get you back on it. Yeah. Because what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to think. I don't want you to, I don't want you to allow pain to stop you from progressing. Yeah. Because you'll get into a relationship. That girl break your heart. You don't ever want to do it all over again. You see what I'm saying? Or, or the pain that you experience with her you try or to from her, you're about to try to inflict it on, on everybody, everybody else. else. Exactly. And displacement. I mean, and that's what happens. Yeah, like you just said, that, that's what uh, with displacement that happens now. We've taught men how to displace their feelings, mm-hmm. but now some of them either you end up becoming a womanizer. Yeah. Uh, you probably might have been the bully in school. Yep. Or you, you might be out here shooting, doing something, just doing something crazy. You you are you're gonna end up expressing your inner feelings right. in some other avenue. And, and think about the movie, like think about movies. Like you have the kid who is the bully at the school. Mm-hmm. He's bullying some kid who's smaller than him. And then later on down the line in the movie, you find out, oh, this this his dad's beating on him. Yep. So he's dishing out the same. He's using it, what he feels to make himself feel better by doing it to someone else. Yep. And it creates a cycle because now if his dad's beating on him, when he gets he keeps that up, he gets older, he's going to have kids, he's going to do what? Beat on his kids, thing. and his kids are going to complete the cycle, and we have to break that. Yeah, got to. Got to. But, yeah, so that's that one. And I think that kind of plays into the second one, which is uh, men having – healthily experience well haven't experienced healthy intimacy mm. now i think the word intimacy is a little strong but uh but i think it's a it's a good one so uh, I, I, I think it's perfect, it's perfect word. you know so like i say in childhood in our childhoods we've never had healthy relationships with another man yep or our, um that's a that's why that's why fathers are very essential yep because you think about it. Think about how many how many men grow up and 
black men at that. I'm not gonna just narrate in black men, but men in general grow up in a household where um if, if we if we especially if, if we look at it from today's from statistics. Today's statistics, we have more more children being raised yeah. in single parent homes. We don't we don't have a whole lot and this I'm kinda of getting to the point I was gonna get into mm-hmm. for that, but I'm just to just the form of context of what Teresa's saying, if we come from today's today's standard mm-hmm. this what's going on today, most of the children are being born into single parent homes. Yeah. So they're not seeing they're not seeing that and for the most part the single parent homes for the most part are led by women. Yeah. So that's the environment that we are ra- that a lot of our sons are being raised up in. Yeah. Whether the mom and dad are they are doing good at co parenting and dad is there, he's not there. 24-7 to where when that, that child go to bed, they're mm-hmm. not seeing him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just just to provide context. But go ahead, bro. But yeah. And when you don't have that pillar mm-hmm. in your life. That's an excellent word, too. Very excellent. Just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> but when you don't have that pillar can't you can't build a solid covering for a child mm-hmm. if I don't have a healthy relationship with a father figure of some sort it's just my mother that's there raising me mm-hmm. I'm only getting one form of intimacy. And that's the only that's the only thing that a mother can display. Father's intimacy is a little different. Yep. It's um mothers are more nurturing. And a woman should never have to fulfill the role of a man. Should never have to. Please pause. I'll say this. I know what the society is trying to say. Mm-hmm. Especially a few weeks ago, we celebrated Father's Day. Yep, and I I still saw it on on, on social media. Of course, uh, some ladies, I love y'all. With some of y'all, some of the posts I seen, it literally said, "I'm the mama and the daddy." One one person I seen, she literally said, "If my baby daddy, I hope he die." And and here's my thing about that, <sighs> and I hate that, I really do. But you chose. To lay down with that person. You did. And I don't care whether whether it's fifty (laughs) percent of the whether it's fifty percent or one percent, you hold some form of accountability into that. And I'm sorry. Uh, I really am. But let's be let's keep it a buck here. Let's keep it a buck. (laughs) That was not it's not God's. That was never God's intent. Mm-mm. And there's a cop. Ooh, man, there's some. There's a. I got stuff on the docket that I put down. I think we're gonna talk about it later on. We're gonna talk about it right now, because I we really I really want to get into where's my note, where the notes at, so I can make sure I put that in there correctly. Well, you find that. Oh, go ahead. Well, I want to say. Well, I want to say to the young ladies. I know. I know the reason y'all are saying that, but the truth of the matter is. You can never fulfill the role of the father in your child's life. That's for the boy and for the girl. There's just a distinct role that the man or the father plays in the development of that child. Mm. So it is important, and I know we're coming from the context of specifically men and men being transparent, Mm -hmm. but you know, with the point that Teresa is bringing up about that intimacy, especially with family, and I just go ahead and say I, I think the reason that this is important is because the family structure has just been broken down in society all around. So now it's causing this to happen to where we're raising up uh, young people without without the proper family mm-hmm. structure. They're not seeing the intimacy from both the mother and the father. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it also – what also helps the development of the child is seeing intimacy between the mother and the father. Yes. Because when they can see a they can see the example of a man loving for for example, my my children, 
for those who this your first time, my children are not biologically my children. Okay. I came in, uh when I came in, my son was two, my daughter was nine months. Me and my wife started dating. <clears throat> so they seen <clears throat> excuse me, they've seen me and her in our relationship. They've seen us bond, they've seen us um have disagreements, but they've also seen me they seen me hugging on my wife. They seen even while we were dating. Take that how y'all want. Um, they seen me. They seen me loving on her, hugging her, showing her affection, and vice versa. They seen her showing me that as well. Yeah. And I think it's been healthy for them to see that. It is. Kids are impressionable. Yeah. They replicate what they see. We are the first examples of one. We are the first examples of Christ. Yep. That they will ever get. Yep. And anything else. It always comes from within the household. Yep. So you got to understand what Satan's agenda is, is to, one, disrupt that household uh, structure. Yep. Now, the, the episode we're going to call it, we're going to do some research on this, too, because there's a bunch of stuff that I want to get into. Is I want to call it his will, God's structure for this world. And basically, yep. we're going to break down. That might be a whole series. Bro. It probably will be a whole series because it's going to be so much. It's going to be so layered. And I believe that I just got like three episodes. Who oh, you said it? <laughs> I just God, got like three God episodes. Who you God has it. a structure for everything, and I tell people like I put it like this. So, in His will is what there's safety. Yep. There's reassurance. Yep. Right. So it means that outside of His will, there's chaos, uncertainty. In His will is also order. There's order. So outside of that, there's no order. Yep. So. We got. We're gonna go in. Yep, we're gonna, we're gonna, get, gonna, we're gonna go get this. We're gonna get this. We're gonna leave it at. Let's get back but, to the topic at but, hand. <laughs> but, 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 but feast on that for a little bit, because I think that like this is gonna really. I think that series is really gonna bless some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, really put some things in perspective, um, if people haven't already thought about it. But, but yeah, but men are very essential, and I think that when a woman does that, put that on Facebook or social media, I think it's a cry for help, um, in a sense. Because like my thing is this. All right. <sighs> If we truly understood what it means to be a father, a mother, parents, if we really understood that, I think a lot of us would make better better choices. Yeah. One, of course, we live in a fallen society, yep. um, in a fallen world, and of course, things are going to be blurred because we have so much going on, mm-hmm. so many ideologies and cultural differences and stuff like that. It's never. It was never God's intent for a woman to raise a child, raise children by herself. Nope. Because if it takes two to make it, it takes two to cultivate it. Yep. So, so that men are very essential in the upbringing of young men. Because how can a woman teach a man to be a man? Yeah. Because she does not know that which she is trying to teach. Yeah. I don't. I can. I can. I can show a woman the in and outs of what manhood looks like, but she'll never really be able to grasp it. Can never experience it. Never. There's never because there's the things that there's things that go on within us that that won't go on within y'all. Um, you're not wired for that. Exactly. Because God wired us differently. Exactly. Because if you you throw me in a grave next to my wife. And they exhume exude our exhume our uh, skeletons. They're going to be able to differentiate if I'm a male, male or female. female. Um, basic biology, basic biology, and physiology. So, but anyway, but yeah, it's we have to have men willing to be in the lives mm-hmm. of younger men, boys, and show them the ways to be to be. To be men, healthy representations yeah. of being men, not toxic. I agree. Toxicity. Um, What's the next point? Next point. All right. So, third point. Ooh, they need a safe place, and sometimes groups are not. We already talked about that. Okay. Sometimes men small group, but sometimes this men's small group in a church is not a safe and confidential environment. Um, 
We can stop right there though, because I I, I I I agree because yeah. it is good to have a group, mm-hmm. but it's also good you just need that one you do or so. two that you that you know that you can just trust. Uh, that I did beyond the shadow of a doubt. The series uh, Apostle uh, Ron Carpenter did many 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 moons ago. Uh, Three Crazy Friends. It was a long time. It was when Redemption. Was uh, relentless, relentless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was attending at that time. But he did three crazy friends. Sometimes that's all you need. Three crazy friends. I mean, I have always wondered. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say I always wanted. I guess I kind of just the way I'm wired. I kind of knew I was never gonna have like a huge circle. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I can. I'm a fitter in her. You can put me anywhere. Yeah, I'll fit right in. But who I actually confide in. Yeah. Like when I when I really look at it now, the people I ask confide in, I mm-hmm. can probably count them on my hand on mm-hmm. one hand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not just pe- like men. Yeah, I can probably count you on one hand. And it's not for a bunch of y'all that I talk to. I'm cool with you, but you probably don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you but probably I, don't know the inner stuff that's going but on. But I have a question. But that circle of friends, how long have y'all known each other? Years. There you go. So. With time, over time, you build confidence yep. in who they are. You know their character, yep. so I can confide in you. Right. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to uh, like be, building a rapport with a person, knowing who they are, what they stand on, what their beliefs are, so I can I know for a fact that I could tell you something, and it's not gonna go no further than your spouse. Yep. Like, I can call Jamie up right now. Boom. Yeah. Like, bro, I got this going on. And of all the years I've known Jamie, mm-hmm. he has always been like, like, look, bro, about to call Stars and Stripes on all this. Mm-hmm. They're going to be black and white. Yeah. He, he, I have never known him to not give He's not going to gaslight you. I have never known him to do that. He's not going to gaslight you. That's what you need. A lot of times we have with we no have fi- with no filter. No filter. <laughs> man, sometimes it's got to be premium unleaded. Anybody, anybody that know Jamie, you know Jamie just gonna. But that's how it's got to be, man. Like enough of this this fake friendship stuff where they just gonna yes, man. That's terrible to have people in your corner that just gonna say, "Yo, man, that's crazy, yo, man." Man, they shouldn't have done that, dog. John Morant. Exactly. Exactly. He needs somebody. Ja, gonna, he needs somebody that's gonna slap him. If Ja had the right people around him, he would not be in trouble right now. What does the Bible say about the company you keep? It, it, uh, bad, bad, bad company, company corrupts good manners. Good there you go. Good character. I blame his daddy for some of that too. <sighs> there you go. I do. Now, granted. Ja grown. Now, granted, now, yeah, he is a grown man, so he does make his own decisions. Um, daddy, yeah, small smidgen. Um, I don't know how the life was growing. I know they went to a private school or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, good family structure. Yeah. Good family structure. So, I, I a very, very minimal daddy fault. Here, but I think that, because my thing is this. The people that remember what I said, like it says uh, in the Bible, talks about um, about a friend being closer than a brother. Mm-hmm. Why? I choose my friends. Yeah. I choose my friends. That's true. We're brothers. Hypothetically speaking, here we have the same mom, dad. I didn't choose you. Right. But them I chose. That's true. So that's why it's like you have to be careful of who you choose. That's true. Because that's gonna have a that's gonna have ramifications on you. Because yeah. I could be in a car, just minding my own business, playing video games on my cell phone. One of my friends got some weed on them. We get pulled over. Who all going to jail? Yeah, that one of us. Why? Guilty by association. Exactly. Yep. Even though I I ain't know he had the loud on him. Didn't have a clue. Didn't have a clue. But guess what? I'm in the company of it. Yeah. I'm going to get hit. 
only reason I say I, I put a little bit of a little bit more responsibility on mm-hmm. on the father is because we are we we know uh, Josh dad is, mm-hmm. he's there he's, a lot. Yeah, he, yeah. he's at almost all, all his games. Yeah. Uh, that cheese in the front row. Yeah, we know he he was a he played an integral part of him growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So me as a father, mm-hmm. I see my son out here doing this. I'm like boy, after the first time, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he already knew his son had the gun. Mm-hmm. Now look at here, boy. Now you already know. Don't fumble the bag. And he done fumble Exactly. <laughs> Bruh. He like, done fumble like, son, son, keep keep the gun. If you want to go shoot, go shoot. to the gun range. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Nothing your, sec- wrong. your second amendment yeah. rights are constitutional. I would tell dog. my son, I fully I want you to fully comply with the second amendment. But here's what I don't want you doing. Don't be out here flash. Put the phones up. Conceal it. You only if only time you should be pulling that thing out is if you need to use it. That's it. That's it. That's me. That's me as a father. If I, especially after the first incident, I was like, "Look here, come here." Just trust me. You ain't gonna know if I got it. <laughs> you ain't gonna know. Like you just, I would have to tell him, like, <laughs> boy, boy, like, boy, look at here. You, you is sitting on on the precipice of getting ready to have, be out the league, have generational wealth, mm-hmm. or be out the league. Exactly. Playing in China. I said, boy, don't you get out here and make no dumb dumb decisions. Oh, man, because with your implicate, the, the, the stuff that you are doing, the ramifications don't just hit you. They hit your daughter. Yep. They hit your, well, your daughter. I'm not even, like, you're not married, so your daughter. So, like, you want to establish a, a great and wonderful future for her with generational wealth. Go ahead and fumble that bag. You got to make better decisions. I would just yeah. that's just me me as a father yeah. that, that's what I'm saying to him but like I said we don't know if his father has done that or not we that's, don't that's true that's why I say it's a, it's a very small portion yeah. on his dad that's true we we don't um, know that for real no but you know at the end of the day your friends have a big, big impact on who, on you because you choose them um what's the what's the next I said we can get to uh, third was it third one yeah oh we already did down the yep. fourth one uh <laughs> We have not seen incredible benefits of being transparent. Okay. This might be the one where we can, is it, uh, uh, the other two points, anything you got to say with the female, with the ladies? Okay. Here's where this one I think is a good one to bring the other side of the coin in. Mm-hmm. We're we're in a day right now where it's a big we see a lot on social media now. There's a whole lot of conversation about men versus women, mm-hmm. the male role or the male dynamic of relationship versus mm-hmm. the female dynamic of relationship. Right. Some of them are actually I'm not gonna say some, there's a lot of them that are some very good conversations. I think one of the foundational levels of this conversation though is that point right there mm-hmm. about us not seeing the benefit of being transparent mm-hmm. if we if we coming from the uh, from from a female to male relationship mm-hmm. because you hear a lot a lot of men say I can't be transparent with my woman because yeah. when I'm honest with her mm-hmm. she don't know how to take it mm-hmm. or she flips it mm-hmm. I've heard I heard all this being said yeah she don't know how to take it being me being honest. Mm. If I have to, if um me being, if she asks me for my honest opinion about something mm-hmm. and it ain't something she want to hear, mm-hmm. I'm getting all this. So, and, no, we don't got time for this. But I would say, <laughs> I would say, I would say, look, look to the Bible of what a what a a good wife should embody, because I believe that in your courting phase, dating phase, whatever you want to call it. At some point when you get real serious, conversations get a little more serious. Yep. So I think that's a litmus test of how a person's gonna react to information. Um, you know, if trying to figure out something, something, something minor that you could talk about with a female and Parenting styles. Okay. Parenting styles. So let's just say, you know, you're more of a, you were raised where, you know, you got spanked, popped on your hand, time out, all that stuff. 
where they're more so they didn't get that. Mm-hmm. It was timeout. Timeout. To yeah, privilege uh, taken away. Yeah, like you know those things, and y'all have a disagreement on mm-hmm. that. Well. Depending on how her reaction is to what you just said, should give you an indication of how serious things are going to be discussed, or even, I guess, uh, internalized. So, if I say my style was this growing up, and this is what I want to implement on my on my children, and she just flies off the handle. Mm-hmm. Instead of it, if she flies off the handle, red flag. Okay, are we not mature enough to be able to have a, a decent conversation about why yeah. I don't agree with that? It could also go back to another point we just had too. Mm-hmm. What was her upbringing? Exactly. Did she did she see her father? Mm. Did she see a good enough relationship? Did she have a good enough relationship with her father, or did she see her father be able to communicate with her mother? Mm-hmm. In a way that was exactly well, not so much even that parenting style, but also what was the whole family dynamic like mm-hmm. as far as that conversation? Right. Was she able to receive? Did she did she have that strong father figure who was able to give her, you know, this advice or to mm-hmm. discipline her in a way that she could still receive it and yet still be able to. Um, receive it while also hearing what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Con- you no, know, thinking about and considering what he said, and then being able to make some adjustments. Mm. Because if she didn't have that type of family dynamic, that's gonna play a role into her relationship with her soon-to-be yeah. husband or yeah. her boyfriend right now. Yeah. So I think that 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 should come up while you're courting as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, but like. If you if because, because yeah because when a man went I I I saw this on an Instagram one time and I, I think I thought dude raised a very he raised a very good point he's he was like I th- I might have sent it it might be in our, I might have to go back and see but he ba- the basically the guy was making the point of he said when a man is finally being open transparent and vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. How you handle that? And I'm just talking. I'm talking to the ladies. Just, just take it as me as a brother. Just he said, once a man is open and transparent, and honest with you, if you don't handle that moment correctly, mm. like if you as if you fumble the bag, you're probably not going to have him be open and transparent with you no more. Definitely, because that once a man lets their wall down. If he sees that, if he sees that you're not going to honor that, you disrespect it. Yeah. It's if you don't honor that, he's probably not going to open up to you no more. Yeah. And that's probably why we have this butting what? of the heads in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because once once me as a man, once I let because it, this kind of summing up the conversation up to now because of past traumas. Mm-hmm. If we just even if we just come just from a from the black male perspective, yeah, not just men all all around because I I do think that whether you white, black, Hispanic, I think all men speak a common language, yeah. But if we just come from the black male perspective, coming through slavery, Jim mm-hmm. Crow, yeah. all all the stuff that's been as many of us probably agree with that's been passed down, mm-hmm. all of that, we've had to come we had to come through all this struggle, all this fighting, and having to shift that mindset to start coming out of that now mm-hmm. because we're still dealing with all that. Once that man lets that guard down because he's, he he doesn't want to have to come home and fight. No. We already got oh. – whether you agree with this or not, we already got to fight when we go out in the world. Right. We don't want to fight when we come home. No, that needs to be my peace. So I think once a once he lets that guard down, if you don't honor that – Sure, disrespect. Yeah, disrespect. You can disagree all day. Mm. We can eventually come. We can eventually compromise. We can eventually come to somewhere where we can meet in the middle. To love me through my transparency. Yeah, 
But one, once that man lets that guard down, if you disrespect that moment, done. It, it, it's hard for him to let that down again. It is because now, like you said, we internalize things. Yeah. And women, y'all, y'all aren't the only ones that internalize things. Mm-mm. We do as well. And for us, you know, we see these posts that women put up about being mothers and all this and that. And we rarely see what? We don't never really see fathers talk about that. Nope. But you got to think about it. There's so much that we we provide her. If I don't do this, this all this trickle effect. If, you know. Oh. Yeah. No, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, it's a lot. Like, it's a struggle on both ends. Mm-hmm. It's one, let's 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 be able to talk about it. Say, this is what I internalize. This is what you internalize. Okay, let's look at it. Let's figure out ways to heal these things. You know, not pick and choose and point fingers and lash out, you know, or say, uh, that's that that small. You you're 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 stressing over that. Like my stress is my stress. Love me, love me through my stress. Don't don't take what I'm stressing over and disrespect if, it. Disrespect it. Don't make it. Don't make it. Don't make me feel minuscule. Yeah. In that moment, because when you belittle what I'm stressing about, if I do that to you, I'm in the wrong. Yep. But it's okay when you do it. To but me. it's okay when you do it to me. It's not okay. Nope. It's not okay. But yeah. But. Fifth thing, we have too much to hide. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, man. And that's probably because going back, mm-hmm. just how society has. Disney, Disney, yeah, I watch. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. I, I relate this down to a family member. We gotta watch what our kids watch. We we have, we, have to, we need to screen what our kids watch because there are messages in movies. Remember the movie Frozen? Yeah. What was the song? Let it go, let it go. Mm-hmm. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Let it go. I only watched it one time. Huh? That's fine. <laughs> Seen it plenty of times. But the message in that moment was she was feeling a specific way, and. She was afraid of when she released, people would get hurt because she hurt someone mm. with her powers. She froze her sister's heart. So I'm like, yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, she froze her sister's heart. Um, they had to do something to make sure she got healed. They they concealed her away in the in the palace. Mm. You know, so the message was conceal, don't feel, don't let them know, let it go. So if I don't show my emotions. Or what I'm dealing with, I internalize it. Therefore, it'll manifest in some other form or fashion, some other way. But I don't get judgment from other people. Yeah. So like I said, what does it benefit me to be transparent? Yeah. But my thing is, is there's healing in transparency. Yeah. So... Like this, so this stat. Three out of ten men are addicted to pornography, and no one is talking about the issue in small groups. So three out of ten, thirty percent. Thirty percent. It's like thirty-three percent. I read read stats, but I at one point I was me. You know, one thing I I I had to pray. Of course, you have. You have things that tangible things that you can do, uh, parameters and blockage and stuff mm-hmm. that you put up. But from a spiritual side, what was it that I was looking for in that? But I know for me, it was very hard for me to be transparent about it because it was a part of my life. You know, it was more of a pride thing. I'll get into that later. But um, I had to pray. I was like, Lord, I don't think I got the strength to let my girlfriend know about this. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were doing our devotional. We were doing a couple's devotional one day. 
And she brought it up. She was like, said, Therese, I'm getting this, like, have you ever dealt with this? And I'm going to tell you, boy, when the floodgate opened, when that door was open, it was a doorway for me to just relinquish. Mm. And I'm telling you, sometimes they, if you if you are not physically strong enough to say anything, open up to anyone, because it was easy for me to tell people that, like, just pass by in your life. It's easy because they're not going to hold you accountable. Right. But the person that you're in love with, you know, the thing that goes through your mind is, how is she going to take this? Um, is she going to leave me? Gonna leave me? Mm-hmm. You think about all those things. And then you just got to, like, you got to go deep and pray, like, Lord, help me be able to relinquish this yeah. to her, you know, and you got to come to that, you got to come to the grip of, if she walks away, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, you got to get healed from this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to carry it into marriage because I said marriage is a magnifying glass. Things get Big time. amplified Big time. because it's not just you, it's someone else. And it is it gets a little more sticky when you got kids. Yep. <laughs> All right? So, you know, it's, 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 if you have stuff that, if you feel like you're hiding things, go to therapy. Mm. And then bring someone with you that you can trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's 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 safety in numbers. Yep. People that you trust. There's a reason why there were 12 disciples. Those were Jesus's trusted had, he individuals. All 12 of them, even the, even the betrayer. He handpicked all 12 Hand, of them. Handpicked them. Which goes back to you choose your friends. You choose. You choose. But those people have to be like-minded and have to want to see you. Mm-hmm. See you get victory over that thing. Or whatever it is. You ain't got to be pornography. It could be whatever. Alcohol. It could be whatever. But these are the ones that are sitting there that want to see you win. Right. So... Transparency, you know, if you got a lot to hide, first off, God knows it already. He knows all. He knows it, you know. I think first you need to, even though he already knows it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been having to tell myself this, so this is me coming from personal. You even still have to tell God, like God, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. Open up to him first, so yeah. he can he can give you that strength, or he yeah. can give you that strategy. He can give you, he gives you that inner that inner strength you need to then go forth and deal with mm-hmm. the people that you know that you're in covenant with or that you have these relationships with. So you can't be transparent with confession them. Confession is the first step to deliverance and and uh, repentance. Confession sends one to another. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think the the last one, we just don't know ourselves well. Mm. Often men know a lot about sports, work, leadership, politics, and even religion, but lack knowledge about themselves. We're not encouraged to. We're not. We're we're literally not encouraged to really be ourselves. Be ourselves and to really like know ourselves. Like sit long enough with yourself to be like. You know what? But that goes back to the first point. We believe a lie. Yeah. So society says this is what you should embody. From the Christian standpoint, the Bible lays out what we should be. Because the person that created us inspired the words that are in that thing. So his truth about us It is. So I would say we need to look to the word of God and God will give you an understanding of who you are because we're all called, but called according to his, if we're called according to his purpose. But we have to understand that everything about us is to give him the glory. Mm-hmm. 
you have talents. You have he gives gifts without repentance. He ain't got to repent. He doesn't feel bad for giving you something, even if you misuse it. Yeah. But we have to understand that in order to know who we truly are, we have to look at we have to look to our Creator to get an understanding of who we are and whose we are. But here's the issue with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the issue that we have in society. Mm-hmm. I was going to post this the other day because the book of Genesis says we were created in his image. In his image. But now today, we're trying to create things. In our own image. Not even just things. We're basically trying to turn God into our own image. Mm-hmm. Instead of us abiding by because how the person that creates the thing always gives the things its purpose. Mm-hmm. How can a creative thing tell the creator what it's going, what the creator is going to be doing? Mm. You're going to run into issues when creation mm. tries to tell the creator How what to do. Oh God, <coughs> it don't work that way. And not to go into into the conspiracy, mm. but you look at the, the whole issue we have now with AI. <sighs> <sighs> That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Do your own. Y'all go. Just yeah. start looking at it. It's 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 some funny stuff. Going we had. On. They have issues with AI now. They are. The creator has done created something, and now the creation is starting to flip it. I mean, but so, we just we we but us as men done did the same thing to God. We have. We have. We getting off that now. Ooh. I want to do an episode on. Uh, I just want to tackle all the conspiracy theories that that <laughs> we thought was a lie is now the truth. Conspiracy theory. How that felt dark. <laughs> I, I want to do that episode like for real. Not for real though. <coughs> but um, ooh we, ooh we, we told y'all. Ooh we, we want to make you think. Yeah. But see, we're made in his image and likeness. And it's not to say that we look like God, but we look we look to how he likened us to look. Mm-hmm. That's why when I say I broke that down for somebody, I was like, we're made in, I said, well, we're made in image. And then people will run away with run over there. Oh, we look like God. We look like God. You know, and then that eventually comes to we are God. If we look like God, then we are God, right? But here's the thing with that: God is perfect. We're not exactly. So that's why, I was, yeah. So when I break it down, I say that we're creating the image that He likened us to, just like a car designer. Oh, I want to say something. I know you did. Just like a car designer, like someone literally. Visualizes some visualizes how they like they want a car to look like mm-hmm. what they look like, and then they eventually create it. Yep. All right. That car is made in the image that he likened it to. Yep. There are characteristics about all of us as human beings that are similar, mm-hmm. but yet we look different. Yep. We have different qualities, different this, 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 this. this. That's how God created us. Mm-hmm. Even twins. Twins. Exactly. I- identical twins. They share the same DNA. Hand, fingerprints are different. Tendencies are different. Everything. Personalities can be different. They have similar, but there's going to be something that is different. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. This is good. It's good. I'm gonna stop. I'm not going. <laughs> it's, it's, you're bugging you. <laughs> it's bugging you, ain't it? Yeah, I'm not going to. Why not? Because there's several routes I want to go. Well, go ahead. Because no, we kind of touched on it with with the male versus female. Uh huh. We touched on that. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like for those who's gonna listen, there will be. I think we can probably unpack that some more. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I do feel like we probably need to bring bring in. Oh, yes. Definitely uh, bring a female in. Yeah. I think, I think we do need to bring bring that side yeah. of the conversation Before in. Before we go there. To have that, con- you know, to I would like to open that up and explore that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to push pause. Okay.
But yeah, transparency is a is a it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing. Don't don't shy away from it. Um, as men, get you a group of guys that you can one you trust. Yeah. That you do life with, that you've seen the best of days, you've seen the worst of days, and they stick and stay. Yep. Like adversity. Adversity. You know who you know who your real friends yeah. are when you're going through something. When you're going through something, them the ones that's gonna stick and stay, man. Them the ones that's gonna stick. They ain't gonna be fickle. They're not gonna waffle. They're gonna be like, all right, look, we're gonna dig, we're gonna dig in this with you. Oh, you in the pit? Let me jump in there with you, man. And when you're doing something stupid. Oh, I'm gonna slap you around. What's up? I'm not gonna gaslight you. Get together. Get together. Like, Negro, what the bleep what are you, you doing? Bleep, what are you doing? What did you do? Yeah. yeah. I don't love you if I don't do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a fact. <laughs> like, how can you truly love someone? How can you say you truly love someone and allow foolishness to ensue? That's not love. That's tolerance. That's probably why a bunch of us don't want to be transparent, too. We don't want to be called out. Can I check you? We got a whole episode on that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> got a whole episode on that. Transparency, accountability. It's, those are not cuss words. Yeah, we treat them like it, though. Yeah, we do. But the thing about it is there's healing Yeah. in those words. There's healing in those actions. And if you want to you want to limp around the world, an emotional limp. Okay, mm-hmm. keep keep stay away from them. But if you want to gain healing, freedom, utilize them. That's all I got. Yeah, this is another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. I'm Therese. Y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We're gonna catch y'all next episode. Holla.